Good afternoon. Welcome, everybody. We're super excited to be here today. Um, my name is Liz Goring, and I'm coming at you with Dr. Trent Tilton. And we're going to talk a little bit about the harmful effects of sugar on our body today. Um, before we dig into the meat of what we want to chat about, I want to give you a little background about myself. Um, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease about five years ago, and I've had a huge health journey since then. Um, but I kind of want to talk about the things I had to do to kind of heal from Lyme, and a big component was diet. And I didn't know any different. Um, there's so many things that are in our foods today that as Americans or society in general, just they're hidden. They're hidden and they actually can cause a lot of harm. Um, inflammation is a culprit from sugar. And that is one thing that I had to learn about and learn how to get it out of my diet or limit it as much as possible so that we could heal. Um, you know, there's other things like gluten and dairy and other things that we have, we have also taken out of our diet, but sugar being one of them, um, we wanted to kind of talk today about what sugar does to our bodies. We want to talk about the effects it has and maybe a little call to action to help you guys in the future. So before I kind of start with Dr. Trent here, I want to tell you a little bit about him. Um, he's had a private practice for 21 years now. He is a certified maximized living doctor. Uh, he went to the University of Iowa and studied biology and communications and Palmer College of Chiropractic. So I'm super thankful and excited to be here with you today, Trent. I'm happy, I'm excited. I love teaching people and I love inspiring people. So let's get started. Let's get started. <laughs> All right, Trent, so what's your, what's your take on sugar here? Well, I mean, sugars, um, we know it's about a, uh, as addictive as cocaine, mm -hmm. and we know that it can really change our brain and how we want more. Mm -hmm. And so it's very um, dangerous. Mm -hmm. The food industry knows that because they want to keep um, pumping us full of these things because that makes us really good customers. Um, unfortunately, the numbers in the economics don't equate to good health. And they may put, um, you know, really good wording on products like natural yep. or safe, but you really unfortunately have to mull through all the bull crap in our society because these CEOs of these corporations really want you to not find out what they're doing. And adding sugar was a big, a big thing to a lot of products for a long time. Then refining the sugar and then replacing the sugar with even more chemicals, such as artificial sweeteners, mm -hmm. which probably are about one of the worst things out there next to mercury. Um, well, and you, you talk about that, Trent, and I actually had a, a crazy health journey um, with Splenda in particular. I, did, I started developing all these um, blood blisters in my mouth mm. and the doctors couldn't figure out what. They did all these tests. All of a sudden they're like, it's gotta be something in your diet. And sure enough, when I quit out the Splenda, for my coffee every morning and our baked goods, they went away. So it is, it's poison. And I've learned a lot about that over the past years too. I mean, this information that we're gonna share, we're gonna try to be, you know, specialized with it so you can learn it quickly and maybe adapt some new changes. But at the end of the day, knowledge is not the power, it's the foundation, action's the power. So we hope, what we're hoping is that you're gonna learn some things that you can actually put into practice immediately and start to change the chemistry in your brain to not rely on the addiction, but then get addicted to something that's really good instead. And so we don't want to just say stop eating sugar, stop going to fast food restaurants. We want to, what do I do? Because changing your action steps 
is going to change your physiology, which will then change your mind, which will then make you healthier. Yeah. So for a really, really long time. Yeah, we don't want it to five day detox only, right? We're really hoping that you're going to look at this information and go, I need to make some serious changes. Um, but it's hard to change what you don't know. Yeah. It's hard to change when you think you're eating a product that's healthy and all it's doing is, con is continuing to slam your body with insulin and sugar burning and causing and feeding cancer and other diabetes and other diseases that you need to stop and you're fully capable of doing. Um, but if you don't know that you're doing it, then it's really hard right. to switch, which is why the food companies don't want you to know the information that we're gonna share with you. Um, they wanna keep you sick, they wanna keep you fat, they wanna keep you nearly dead. Um, but they can't kill you, otherwise the customer's gone, so. Well, and we know too that sugar causes inflammation and inflammation is, is the root cause of hundreds of diseases and illnesses. So yep. Yep. it's super important that we kind of tackle this and kind of learn some good ways that we can kind of move forward with our, with our health. Yeah, so I think, um, you know, to begin with, you have to understand sugar in and of itself isn't really something terrible for you but in the amounts that we're getting it, in the hidden names of sugar, I think the last time I checked it was 56 different names of sugar. So when you go read ingredient lists on man-made products and boxes, you're gonna find, you're not gonna see the word sugar. <laughs> you're gonna see maltodextrin and sucralose and anything with an dose and, and other names that are there along with the chemicals, along without fiber, along without good fat. And so you're gonna have really a product that is going to hurt you at the end of the day. It goes good going down. Within five or 10 minutes, you're feeling lethargic. Usually you're feeling kind of wasted. That perpetual <laughs> cycle. Yep, and then you want more cocaine. Mm -hmm. And so you're never saturated. It turns off leptin. Leptin's the fat burning hormone. It creates insulin, constantly driving your pancreas crazy. And then your hypothalamus and your body changes. And so there are ways to correct this. There are ways to go through this. But like an addict, it can be difficult. And in a culture, that everything around us is constantly birthday, you know, partying, alcohol, commercial sugar. You have so many hidden ways where you're constantly still at the end of the day burning sugar. And my opinion is we should be burning fat. And fat is uh, clean fat, good fat, not like your French fry fat, not your Dorito fat, but really good clean sources of fat that makes you feel saturated, it turns on leptin so it hears you again. Now you eat an avocado in 10 minutes you're full, whereas if you had that pizza, you want five or six pieces just to feel full. Um, yeah, it's all about that nutrient-dense food. Yeah. It's really gonna end It's up energy, it's energy. And at the end of the day, it's energy. And there's nothing that's packed with energy as a good fat molecule. Mm -hmm. Your brain is 70% fat. Your nerve transmission is due to fat and insulation. Your joints structurally are based on holding that fat to help buoyancy your joints and keep things separated from one another and there, there's actually really good fat that you should have and then then there's the really bad fat that become the problem area that's a sugar right? can cause yeah the excess sugar yep and so you know it's not just like oh i just won't have a piece of cake at this party um it's maybe not have the alcohol as well it's maybe i need to do other things besides learning how to turn my body back into a fat burning machine instead of a sugar burning machine that creates all these problems totally agree um, so what are some good steps or ways that we can kind of move forward, you know, past this five days, yep. kind of creating this lifestyle and these habits that will stick. And so we feel good. Like, yeah. Cause to be honest, this is like day three for me. Yep. And like, I am feeling so much better today. Yep. Like I had the detox. I felt tired yesterday. I had a headache Monday. Um, you know, flushing out my body with water, kind of like replenishing it with good foods. Like I feel great today. And yep. I, 
I, I want to continue feeling this way because you know I've done I've done taking out the sugar from my diet and I do it for a amount of time and then it kind of old habits creep back in things change and I'm cognitive of it but like I truly want to make a change that's going to stick so yeah. what would be like your best well let's look at a big picture okay because right now in America during this pandemic and what we've all been through as Americans if there's a time for you to make a change it's it's now because You've been down in this dump thing that you don't even know how to understand for so long about life, about our government, about policies, about things you agree or don't agree with and friends you don't agree with. So we've been under a stress in our culture, maybe worldwide, unlike anything any of us have ever experienced. So you go one of two ways in that situation, right? You go, ah, oh, screw it. I'm just going to keep partying, man. I'm, you only live once because look at this world. It's a mess. We're screwed. Or you go, you know what, I'm gonna be the change I wanna see in the world, and I wanna help not only myself and be a leader for my family, but I'm gonna start making better decisions that make my life future life. Because look, the medical system, the food system, in our culture is unsustainable as it's set currently. It is unsustainable financially, it creates too much illness, we cannot keep up with it, and all we do is we get sick, and then we get sicker because of the treatment. So at the end of the day, I don't want treatment, I don't wanna to get to that point where I'm forced to be in a crisis. So my practice and my mindset has always been prevention. What does that mean? Sorry, we had a phone call there. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the, the flip side, the answers that I try to give patients are very simple based, but they still take them taking action, right? And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, five days isn't enough. Um, your cells on average replace and replenish every 120 days on average. So like red blood cells are 120 days and they come back in. And to give you guys an example to kind of think of this, if I started smoking a cigarette right now, I would get this flood of nicotine along with other chemicals my body has never seen before, or it hasn't seen in that excess. We have nicotine receptors, but it's so many that I, even the first drag of a cigarette makes you feel a little loopy and I puke. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to be cool because it's 1955 and the MDs are saying that, hey, I, uh, my pregnant wife smokes camels because that's what they used to say for 50 years, the tobacco industry convinced us that smoking was, was good for you. Now apply that to pharma and apply that to um, the food industry. You're gonna get to where I know where you are, okay? So what your body will do is it's always gonna try to adapt and survive because that's the program. It heals a cut, it breaks, a bone's broken, it's gonna heal. But our belief in our culture is that we're weak and we don't heal. So it's really easy to substitute outside in mentality that I need this or I need this shot or I need this drug to live and survive. Um, we're not thriving, we are surviving. And our my job is to help you recognize the truth, have faith in that, and start making decisions that better you from the inside out. So it starts with your mind. This is what we're trying to do today, is just give you a mindset that kind of, you know what, I, I am an addict to sugar. And that's just like being an addict to cocaine. In fact, it's probably worse than cocaine. So now if you've always thought that cocaine's a really bad disease of someone being addicted to, probably multiply it by 10 when it comes to sugar. That's worse for you. And I, I'm straight up, I yeah. believe that. So it's hidden everywhere and we don't understand how to stop it or how to find it. And then we certainly don't know what to do instead to replace that. Because as I was saying about addiction, your cells eventually come in and say, well, you keep smoking. It's 1955, I think of my dad, everybody smoked in 1955. And you just finally get physiologically adapted to the excess nicotine to survive and to not be loopy all the time. Because how many times are you going to puke after smoking? You'd finally quit, right? You wouldn't, it'd be adverse to the point. 
So your body will adapt just like it does to the excess sugar, it produces more insulin because you can only have so much blood volume of sugar. So insulin is constantly going at crazy to break that down so you don't go into diabetic coma, okay? But eventually it catches up and eventually it creates an impassable place where you're now diabetic mm -hmm. or you're now in ketoacidosis or you have cancer and you feed it. And so we know how bad it is in the excess of the amounts, right? I mean, if you have a birthday cake once a year, you're, you're gonna be fine. But the problem is you think that bananas and birthday cake is okay, but bananas are actually fructose. So you're trying to eat healthy fruits, so you're actually just adding more sugar to all the hidden sugar that's already being consumed by you. Whether that's a drink, whether that's an alcohol, whether that's bread being turned into sugar, there's so much of it going on and insulin is firing all day. Well, and unfortunately your body doesn't discriminate against those good sugars too. Yeah. And that's the hard part. I think that a lot of people, it's, it's understanding and knowledge to, to, to know like your fruits, to know different things too that can turn, turn that sugar well, it's like, and, and the point is we want this to be lifestyle. Yes. So we don't want five days, oh, I feel better. And then here's a birthday Friday night and you're back to drinking alcohol and eating sugar and you're right back to the addiction, right? And we want this to be a lifestyle. And so your body needs time to adapt to the new lifestyle. It needs time to become a fat burner and be totally okay with not having sugar anymore. So you don't give in to the Friday night parties mm -hmm. as much. Um, but there is really, I mean, if, if, if cocaine is addictive as sugar is, and it is according to research, then I, if I quit cocaine, I don't ever go have another line of cocaine, right? Ever. So it might need to come to that when it comes to the things that are sugar-based or sugar-burning in our body. We just might have to give up bread. We might just have to give up refined flour, refined sugar, the process that goes on in our food that makes it cheaper and literally like heroin, it just cuts it down cheaper, 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 and it goes into us as cheaper, 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 and we get the results. We get fat where we don't want it. We get disease where we don't want it. We get all these effects that it's having. And then we turn to it in times of stress. Oh, I just need a buttermilk shake, you know? And all of a sudden you're, you're eating the wrong mm -hmm. things to deal with the stress. So, so I think too, finding ways, like you're talking about stress, like finding other outlets and ways to manage stress to don't turn towards the alcohol, don't turn towards the, the things that give us comfort in the short term looking for things like exercise and meditation and and it takes time and that's why i recommend plans in my office i, I know time is a factor to yep. change people you're not going to just oh i get a quick pop and i feel better my headache's gone okay great i'm happy for you because i don't want you suffering with headaches right but i know the cause of that that i was able to release is still there mm -hmm. just like a shot or a mm -hmm. drug makes you think you're okay now that you're on that yep. but it is an artificial or it's a, a false yep. way of seeing it you have to make change on a physiological level and back to the nicotine and back to the smoking analogy. It takes about at least 120 days for you physiologically to be addicted to the new good thing, mm -hmm. the good stress, if you will, good fat versus sugar, not smoking versus smoking. Your body will revert back on the cellular level as it sees, well, where's all my nicotine? Where's all my nicotine? And 120 days go by, well, I'll go back to my normal state because the nicotine's not there, the sugar's not there, the drug is not there. So physiologically, it takes four months to just start to see change. Mm -hmm. The input becomes output eventually. Um, it can be really quick to see change on the surface. Mm -hmm. My headache's gone, my back doesn't hurt, I feel better after popping ibuprofen. But have you really gotten to the root cause? But have you gotten to the root cause? Right. That's why I always see doctors of chiropractic or DC or doctor of cause, mm -hmm. because despite whether a patient listens to me or not, mm -hmm. because look, we grew up in a society that says microwave it. Mm -hmm. I want it now. Oh, there's the problem. No, it's not. 
but you're fooled because if people were really well, who would be out of business? Mm -hmm. Think about that. If people ate really well, if people didn't take drugs, if people lived within what's already there, which is the best system already built by something that man didn't build, by the way. And you gotta look. How, how do we do that? You gotta look at and you gotta look at the whole system too. Yes. Yeah. It's affecting everything inside you, whether you see it or not. And I think that's the hard part is that a lot of stuff internally, we don't know what's going on at a cellular level. We can't necessarily feel all the, the disease growing or issues. So making little changes like cutting out sugar and doing things um, that go in the right direction, you know, it's, it's a journey. It's not something that's going to happen after five days and you're going to all of a sudden be like, oh. Look, it's an investment. Yes. And we're looking to find dividends so that when I'm 80, I'm still playing golf and enjoying my family and my grandchildren, not already dead or hooked up to 10 tubes or dying miserably. That does not have to be the way that we currently see it going. And we all know those people. We all know that it can be avoided, but the choices I make now are going to be the choices that give me a dividend later. If I stop eating sugar now, I'm going to get a good feedback and dividend later. If I keep eating sugar, I'm gonna get a bad dividend. I'm gonna lose my money later. And so just like investments, you don't get things overnight. You take time and we have averages and we have a law of averages and we have the accumulation there. Totally. So sugar is just one major player in 70,000 approved FDA chemicals in our food, our products. A toxic body, I always say, is really hard to heal. And I, yet they're toxifying it. as the I've lived it. Right? <laughs> totally. So it's really fundamentals. You know, when we get so bombarded by science, Liz, mm -hmm. you know, science changes. And, and, and absolutely question science because we're really uncovering things that are already here. We, we, we copy how fire starts mm -hmm. in the forest or birds fly. We copy what we see in this natural environment that's already provided for us in a beauty that we've really become, we've become we've stopped appreciating. Mm -hmm. And so when you, when science comes in and we make something taste like it's got oranges in it and it's called orange Fanta, your brain goes, oh, oh man, I want some totally. vitamin C. It's even orange and you drink it and it's nothing but refined sugar and chemicals. And now think about what that might do to your brain. Well, what does do your brain is it changes the biochemistry of what the, you are about to hopefully get mm -hmm. that now is absent. So it totally screws it up. And this goes to ADHD, the behavior, the brain is 70% fat, and so good fat is really good for your body in many ways, but not bad fat. Mm -hmm. So usually these products have not only refined sugar and chemicals, they also have bad fat, mm -hmm. rancid fat, canola oils, the oils yes. that go in there. And so it's just double-edged swords against your benefit all day long for most Americans, and they don't even know they're doing it. And, and that's what frightens me, and that's what makes me aggravated is that Listen, CNN, who gets the paycheck from Big Pharma, who gets the patient from mm -hmm. bad food, they don't want you to know this stuff. Yes. Okay, so the truth is principles are real. Our lives are governed by laws. I don't know who created them. I'm a Christian, so I think God has things that we just have to learn to follow and understand. And so science sort of starts to try to understand the law of gravity. And maybe in 500 years as we learn it, we have a warp drive. I don't know, but the point being is, there are laws. Mm -hmm. My brain runs my body. It has a brain wave. I am dead when that is flat. I don't know how it coordinates every cell to do what it does. I have a little difference compared to you based on my lineage and my heritage, but genetics are not the cause as they keep trying to tell you. Um, so just doing you know, the little things. And, yeah. you know, I appreciate you sitting here and giving us your knowledge and your expertise um, with your background in medicine on, 
And you know, I, I sit here and I listen to Dr. Trent and it's, it, it, I, I, it encompasses me because I have led this journey. And you know, five years I said, like I was a completely different person. You would, I couldn't even keep my train of thought to sit here and do this interview. So making changes like you're doing this week and making changes going forward will benefit you in the long run. And it is about prevention and it is about taking care of yourself. And you know, we're here to help support you. And I appreciate Dr. Trent coming in and talking with us today. Yeah. Um, so in closing, Trent, do you have anything you wanna share? Um, the only thing I, I want to make sure you understand is why are you doing the changes you're doing? Are you doing it because of crisis? Are you doing it because you wanna lose weight? Are you doing it because you just wanna be healthy? Understand it, are you doing it for your kids? Because I find a lot of patients, they'll do it for their dog or their kids. They won't do it for themselves. And that's the mindset that needs to change. The most unselfish, selfish thing you can do is to take care of yourself first. That doesn't mean putting my family on the back burner. It doesn't mean making my spouse have to wait while I work out. It says, time out, I have to take care of me for you. I have to take care of me for my kids and grandkids. For this life, we all have a little bit of time on this earth and every decision matters. So take responsibility. You're responsible. I'm responsible for me. Liz is responsible for her. But when you're taught all your life that a band-aid heals a cut, not you, that a cast heals a fracture, not you, that there is no God, this is just a big mistake, then you're left with, oh yeah, give me this, give me that. I'm weak, I'm weak, I'm weak. That's what our children are taught. So our children, they grow up thinking they're weak and they're the, the most powerful engine on the freaking universe. And yet we have no respect for it because there's no money or economics in being well and staying well and, and passing that knowledge on to our future generations and living a great life and just passing away in our sleep. I mean, sounds good to me, right? Yeah, absolutely. So be responsible. Be responsible. And you know, you've already taken the first steps by joining this challenge and you're, you're taking another step by adding value and understanding and listening in today. So keep crushing the rest of your week. Crush it. And we will definitely, um, We'll definitely kind of touch back and we'll, we'll visit again with Dr. Trent to kind of get some, some more input on some great uh, medical advice. So thank you, Dr. Trent. You're welcome. Thanks, Liz. Have a great day, guys.